Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjoe Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sunjoe Gall. Hello, and uh, welcome to this segment on CTN. To learn more about the show, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And as always, we invite you to join the discussion on Twitter and look for this uh, show as hashtag leadership and hashtag rider making the rider a customer for life is the topic for us uh, here today and our guest is vs parthasarthi who's a group cfo group cio president group mna and finance for mahindra and mahindra hi partha how are you i uh, very good and very happy to join this uh, conversation it's a very good evening in india and it's i suppose a good morning to all of you Thank you so much again, Partha. So the the whole discussion was supposed to be about uh, the customers who we have or a rider. Let's talk about rider first. So as a rider, we all, depending on which age group we belong to and, and where we are, what kind of needs we have, we decide how the ride should be. Is it a pure transport or is it supposed to be fun-filled? So when you start profiling, if you will, because I'm sure Mahindra and Mahindra is, is deep into this uh, sector, what do you see as, uh, would you call as common denominator of what a rider wants? And then, then of course, there are custom layers. But let's start with the, with the common denominators. Um, in terms of the, what rider wants, has some topic which has had um, every car company, uh, you know, on, on tender hooks. And... Um, uh, here, here is the way I, I look at this. Uh, the first one, what a customer wants to get from point A to point B is comfort, convenience, yeah, uh, seats which look, uh, you know, which are good, and things that we can he can get a charging point, things like that. Things are convenience. Uh, so basically, if you want to segment these, at present, and customer is looking at four. Uh, first one is basic is uh, safety though i have things that will you know will will keep me safe whether it's airbag you know it will my child lock system work traction control is it good um, meaning basically braking is sound then there are something which uh, they want to measure the health of the car in the sense it should not break down uh, for example you know they want sensors which monitor the health today tire pressures, battery life, to tell them that, you know, before the battery runs down or the tire pressure is not right, they would like that to be known. Hmm? This has just evolved from earlier time where such a indicator never used to exist. The third is more in terms of, can I get navigation support, a GPS, you know, when I'm parking a camera forward, backward, parking, those kind of things. And uh, the fourth one is in terms of environment. You know, many of them say, hey, I have to be environment friendly. Can I have a hybrid? Can I have an EV, the first generation? This is the kind of things that, that a rider looks at. But if you are to kind of sit back and think, there are two kinds of subtopics I wanted to introduce. One is there are people who have this object of transportation. How do I get from place A to place B? And these will apply. Then there is an object of desire, as I call it. That's where he said, hey, do I have a, you know, macho car or, you know, something which suits my style, off-roading and things like that. So there is an object of desire. 
And this is more often than not what a manufacturer has to think through and has to know how to, uh, you know, come. Because at the point when it is delivered to the customer, it should excite him. Uh, it cannot be done in a survey four years before you start a program. So, so these are two things, object of transportation and object of desire. Now, if you look at the personas that um, someone who is somewhat associated with the car is, someone who's an owner who bought the car, mm-hmm. who's supposed to be responsible for the upkeep, then you have a rider and then you have a customer because that customer is associating him or herself with that car or rather with the car manufacturer that while I have an experience, but there could be an experience inside the car and mm-hmm. outside. So if you've got these three personas, because frankly, not every time people only buy uh, a, a, a car because they loved riding it or, or they had a pride of ownership, but also what they see is the experience dealing with a dealership or with a manufacturer if something goes wrong or how, uh, how much did they think about their interest over theirs? So how do we how do we kind of take those personas and go a little deeper so that they they could start with an owner or maybe they're a rider but they could be a future owner but they then become a customer of for life that's what we're talking about here what is being done to understand the profiles and and dig deeper uh, if you're talking about how do we evaluate a customer preference for a smooth uh, you know, car experience. Is that what you're talking or, or just, just it give me a little It could be outside too, right? So when you say a rider, so while I might be a rider, but I also know that I, I drove a certain car, but then yeah. outside of it, something happens to it or I need to get something done to it or I need some other assistance related to it. Then yeah. I need, I have an ecosystem, maybe my car insurance person or it is the car manufacturer. So because for them, they are multiple entities they are dealing with just because they own a car or they ride in one. Yeah. So, so if you're looking at that's that's a great question. Uh, when I'm driving, I'm riding the car. My my basic object is is to feel how I feel when I'm riding the car. But if I'm customer, I can't just uh, worry about the ride. But I also worry about what happens to my experience with the car, uh, 360 degrees. So so. Uh, what over and above the things that I mentioned that a rider wants to feel safe feel environmentally connected, feel, uh, you know, all the health issues are uh, saying. They also need to uh, look at the purchase decisions, okay, whether it is online or offline. So, so it, it has to, now more and more people are saying, can I get a one-stop solution? So, when you walk into a dealership, are you looking at only buying the car or buying the car plus insurance plus getting it financed, everything, so that's at the time of buying. So and and how do I do it even without getting out of my house or you know wherever I am in place? Uh, let me take an example. Today, uh, even in India, as we are we are talking about, we are saying, can we have a virtual showroom? You sit at your home and as if you are ordering a pizza, can you also look at the vehicle and see how uh, the car feels? Have a test drive done virtually. Look at online channels for features and compare it with other cars which are there. Get the finances to pitch for you 
and look at various insurance schemes that are available. Can can all this be available? So that's at the time of buying the car. But that it can't be only buying the car. So post sale of customer, when you are at the customer service, say you are in warranty, and so therefore alerting the customer uh, of upcoming maintenance. Tie in with the insurers. You know how you can tie in with the insurers, such as offering discounts. Who drive safely? How do you get some of the uh, things which says good customer should get good benefits from it? So, so how do we speak with this? So it's an important issue now, which is comes up. Now, post warranty, not only is authorized service center, but in India, uh, as may be in the case of US, there are many third party service agencies. How do we make sure that they know the nearest point? There is a connect there. So now we are working more with uh, uh, what we call as first choice here. It's a it's an after sales service company. So they how do they connect with our uh, car um, uh, cars which we have given, and how do they uh, feel not only connected but wanted and and they have an all round good experience. So this is this is the uh, you know some of the things that we uh, look at in India. Now, in in uh, in basis of what you've seen, those common fundamentals and uh, the expectations or preferences, would you say a decade ago it was different, and now it is different because we have shown a rider what's possible, or is it fundamentally there is a change in the DNA of the rider, if you will, on what they would have expected from a transport? Okay, so in the past, if there was a car which looked good, uh, which was fuel efficient and Uh, mechanically controlled, then everything was absolutely okay. Uh, today, however, that's not the case. So, like I said, today a rider expects health aspects, and he wants constant monitoring. He wants us to be told, uh, him to be told what is going wrong with his car before they go wrong. Uh, they want safety of airbags, etc., anti-locks, brakes, traction control. Some of these were available a decade ago, but most of the new generations ones have been available only lately. Navigation is certainly a huge change from one decade back. The GPS, the maps, you know, ten years back, you you had to know the way. Or you had to find somebody who knew the way, or you you stood, you know, you stopped somewhere and asked for the way. But today, GPS is is and maps. Without that, I do. I think the whole uh, transportation system will come to a halt. So, so very clearly, big changes that has happened. Look at just a simple thing like uh, you know uh, parking uh, rear and forward back rear uh, camera and the forward camera, and parking assistance. This is something which has happened, and therefore the rider as well as the car owner. I mean, and without trying to differentiate, all of them want these. these technologies now a hybrid because he says hey i want to be able to be environmental friendly i want to save on fuel now the fuel cost may have changed a little bit but but they there is environment plus cost consciousness which which brings it down so so all these have really changed from what it was 10 years back to today and this change is driven by technology um, you know just to give you a perspective 10 years back in india there are only two kinds of vehicles an ambassador and a fiat so today every technology known is 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 doing the rounds on the road 
and right from uh, you know in terms of vehicle from ue to passenger cars and um, uh, whichever technology you talk uh, right from the uh, brand uh, you know luxury brand to the very very basic ones so all of them are present and all of them have features which 10 years back was not imaginable no if you look at uh, the features like you mentioned about what were not available earlier versus now so if you just think about features yes the rider may start wanting more features because they feel either they need it or they want it but if mm-hmm. it becomes a race for the features it's not mm. long before every manufacturer would be able to offer them because these technologies are horizontal. They are available and, and they're becoming cheaper by the day. So they're becoming yeah. standard on some of the basic cars also. But yeah. that cannot be... So if, if you think about a rider and who has been a rider for many years and this, this car versus that car versus that car offer similar features. So they cannot be a source of competitive advantage and they cannot be the source of stickiness with a brand. There has to be something beyond which a person experiences as a rider for them to transform into a customer who who stays. Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back and explore what those beyond feature attributes are, which will make it happen. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjoke All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjoke All at CIO Talk Network. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjoe Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, uh, Partha, when we discussed all of these different areas, how the needs and wants are changing for a rider, we definitely spoke about features and you are absolutely correct. Yes, there is a need and want which never stops and we kind of play catch up as manufacturers. But that is more features. And and if every car out there over a period of time catches up, any, every manufacturer, then it becomes a level playing, playing field and you don't really have a competitive advantage and more so a customer doesn't have any way to differentiate between one manufacturer over the other. So what would be those not so obvious attributes which will make a customer stay? Yeah, so it, that's a very, uh, very uh, pointed and a very poignant question that why do we own cars and why do we stick with one brand? Yeah, Why do we like a particular brand? I talked to you about four things, safety, health, navigation, and environment. Now, can we say these are stable stakes for every car? Not necessarily, but let's say 80% of the car have most of the features that we talk about in these factors. And the 20 may be more like, yeah, you pay a little bit more, you can have something. I think the bigger thing why people love a particular car is the styling that the car brings, the power that of the feel that the car brings or the vehicle brings, 
how the you you know utility vehicle the suv that you own the the sedan that you own how does that bring my persona to life so that's the styling that's what i want you know i'm a cool guy so i need a cool car and then i define what that cool car means means to me and when this styling and that kind of feature is available to uh, the person you know some of this let's just say that the music system inside the car must be fine tuned i need music for music sake but i have customers coming into that what said said can i have it six people i need to hear from the back the you know the uh, bass sound a little bit more i need uh, audio to be this kind of level and they need those kind of fitments which then makes that car feel as if it, this is my room in the house on on wheels and that is what uh, the stickiness will come through uh, in the long run all the other basic feature will be stable stakes so are you saying that customization is or ability to customize and suit to profile if you will or fit yeah, to profile dis- design utility of the vehicle that i'm using and mask and customization yeah three things that will do the the style of the car you know a porsche guy is always going to like love that 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 design of that car and uv i mean a mahindra customer who is doing off roading on a scorpio will every time my wife says give me a scorpio don't give me any other car i don't want to touch it and, and i i want my scorpio so and the third one is customization how do i find each of the places things that i keep where is my copy mark going to be placed how is it going to how is the music system going to interact with me those those small specific customization that i require would be the third thing so we speak speak about the actual unit which is being sold but then there is a process of acquisition and getting the person yet again into the dealership and maybe the manufacturer is not truly interfacing with the customer or not doing the service at any given time but still we see there is a name which either goes to the top or goes to the dumps based on how the experienced person has so even though they may have had a good experience earlier they get swayed by their friend who says you know what you come to this place they will really treat you well and frankly the cars are good so so there is something more in the mix than the actual physical unit that a person purchases and or rides in absolutely what would you say to that uh, i would say absolutely right um with one proviso you uh, when you first walk into the car uh, into the dealership and if your experience is not great or if you're trying something on online and if you can't get the page to load uh, you are put off with the entire experience then the buying decision will get hugely impacted by how you uh, you know you you want to you buy or don't buy that car from that dealership of that particular make when you coming back this experience is again the same you may have the advantage of a start point that i brought it from that place and it was good experience last time but when you walk in and if you don't get the same treatment what you desired then you 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 come on the back foot and 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 the negative cycle starts so it's very clearly that the point of contact and the point of interaction with the customer has to be very good uh, if i have this one third theory 
that's saying anytime when a product is successful, it's one-third the front-end contract, one-third the product, and one-third what we do after the product has been bought by the customer, how we engage with him. So this first part is absolutely important. The second part is equally important that when you buy the car, you, you have a dream. And that dream of what that car will do for you gets enhanced once you experience the product are diminishes. If it meets or exceeds expectation, then you have a customer who will go and again and again talk to a customer. I'll give you one example of not a, tra- a car, but a tractor, uh, com- you know, a tractor of Mahindra. And this one customer in US bought it. And this was a guy who's bought a 55 horsepower tractor, which earlier we was doing through 75 horsepower. And he started this tractor and it could do any work which he wanted it to do for the first few days. I have now this 20th customer coming into Mahindra USA to buy another tractor just because he, he can't stop talking about what my Mahindra tractor could do. So, so, so that's, the, that's the positive word of mouth. I, and you, you don't, I don't need to tell you about the negative word of mouth, especially the social media. You know, it, it could kill how, an airlines as, as you have seen in some example where one, uh, you know, I saw it in the Harvard case when I studied it, that um, somebody misplaced the guitar of a guitarist and um, it's all over YouTube, right? And I'm sure you know about this. So, so clearly that experience is important. Product experience is equally important. That's the first time. Then the moment of truth for a customer or for a, uh, you know, use owner comes when the first time a service is required or his car stops in midway. That's a very, very um, poignant moment for him. It's a very uh, troubling moment for him how everything around him revolves at that time. If he's stuck in highway and waiting for six hours, I'm sure how he's going to look at that company next time he has to decide on something. So I think these three phases, if I can stop here, and say the first phase at the interaction, second interaction with the product, uh, and the third phase interaction at the time after after buying the product in terms of service, spare parts, or any other thing. Now, whatever we mentioned, and in fact, you came up with that great formula of one third, one third, one third, which kind of makes a customer stay or versus defect. Now, that is that is a great formula, and I'm sure as part of the the overall analysis, the, some mm-hmm. of the assumptions are being made. But now, given that we are in this information age and we have created this Internet of Things, which could introduce connectivity, mm-hmm. perhaps there is a next level of learning or data collection and or measuring and subsequent analysis, which could very well be adopted to not just, you know, base our decisions on pure surveys, if you will, Mm, and mm. get into the heads and the hearts of the consumer. And there are different ways the whole world is trying. So if you were to take connectivity as the next frontier, if you will, when it comes to car, this particular area, what mm-hmm. do you think is being put on the roadmap for a manufacturer like you and also I'm sure your competitors where they are thinking, okay, now now we are done just talking to people in an analog fashion. Let's go digital or maybe combine the two in the best possible manner. So what's mm-hmm. on the map? 
um, let's go uh, first in terms of technology forward and then and then we can kind of look at some some more detailed aspects so first let me kind of do the future future looks to me something like uh, today technology is assisting uh, riders drivers and owners in many sense you know whether it is and on all the parameters which i saw safety health navigation and environment uh, but going forward i think the technology we move from an assisting mode to a predominate mode and what does it mean that maybe it requires a little bit of instruction from the owner or rider rest of it many of these things the car will start to kind of do on its own as we go along uh, the f- first is fully connected car and let's say for a minute that the car is finding itself in trouble in terms of something failing then the car would dial up the insurance company would would get the nearest service center to send for a, a track it may ask for an alternate car for the owner to be transported and so on so i think the fully connected car is not very far the second is that you know driverless cars are going to be uh, it's not no more theoretical it's 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 there they're being tested they they're coming and and this is going to come uh, you also are looking at purebred electric and solar cars which is kind of going to make more and more inroads not just because of petrol costs or diesel costs but because you cannot get away from the fact that you know environment is is getting more uh, difficult in metros and main cities so so it's going to uh, you know uh, get more and more into electric and those kind of vehicles so this is what technology is going to be used but say let's say for a minute today as you look at a connected car what is that and we are doing with this data and what is that we can do with the data so let me let me not uh, you know kind of do we theoretical let me talk about mahindra and mahindra so we are now using data available from the vehicle to improve customer experience and create business opportunities let's talk about first the sensors in the in the car and what messages that they are conveying so what happens is that car repairing services are being alerted and and sms or instruction goes to the driver and that is is then feeding into the service center so that he can be serviced and scheduled in a very seamless manner we are now able to do this more and more with the new generation cars that we are supplying and that's happening as we speak today not tomorrow uh, the second is data about the driving behavior of customer is not starting to come up and we now looking how we can tie up with insurance providers and financial institution to be able to do better with the guys who are doing very good role on terms of safe driving and efficient driving um another example i wanted to give is that we have an electric vehicle which is called as mahindra e2o uh this analyzes the vehicle in great detail and using the performance of the battery data over a certain time period and the fact driving pattern during the day the car will call up the driver and give him a message a call him and speak to him and say hey mr driver 
you got to go another 50 miles your battery is already gone is only left 30% so you're going to be in trouble unless you do a speed charging for 10 minutes in you know in the next one hour before you start so so this is going to be great service to the individual where we are starting to use uh, using the same example when we look at how the customer experiences a vehicle our research center uh, we call that as mahindra research valley which is located in south of india and has a houses about 2000 people so it gives them data in terms of saying this design of the car is appreciated this design is not getting appreciated and therefore the future design of car is also being uh, you know impacted by the ability of data uh, by using this data and analyzing this data and the ability of the analytics uh, and uh, uh, various input sense uh, input uh, gatherers who are able to analyze that data and come out with this kind of an output for the customer this is trying to this is not possible 5 years back so so uh, may not be even 3 years back but today we are able to do that and i think this is increasing customer loyalty and making him stand with us let's take a quick break listeners we'll be right back and when we do come back let's talk about this connectivity uh, a little more we know that there is there is no non for profit uh, car manufacturer they have to eventually see if there is a way for them to attract and retain new customers or retain the existing customers and attract the new ones and then they are to invest in this connectivity so so how is this being thought of in terms of monetization is the customer willing to pay more is it a loyalty play because at the end of it there has to be an incentive for all parties involved to be able to invest towards the customers retention if loyalty is something of the past then why would someone do it so let's explore this a little bit more connected to see if this this this, this technology enabled services and offerings are they really helping move or transform a rider to a customer please stay tuned we'll be right back Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. You are listening to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sanjog Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, talking about a rider, uh, they definitely need an incentive to say pay more for a car which gives us better connectivity. Yes, there are features, but then, you know, features are features. There is a limited value that somebody would place on it. 
Second is for the manufacturer, it becomes important that if this all this was being done to attract a new customer and to retain a customer, is that really a myth? Because we see the consumer today is well-informed. They defect in a heartbeat because they look for the best deal for the best value that they can get. So where is this taking, this whole ecosystem taking us when you have more information, there is more connectivity? So, so Partha, if you were to kind of analyze this this ecosystem today with connectivity now introduced, does that mm-hmm. change the way manufacturers thought of investing further into converting a rider into a customer? Yeah. So this is um, what is uh, the big thought process in in each manufacturer. If we were to look at um, the way I, I, a manufacturer looks at this whole segment. Now he's, he's sitting there and thinking, hey, here is what has changed in life. The technology and connectivity and uh, has changed dramatically. Some of the um, cost me a lot, but the customer would, would want value. Uh, and he wants all these things bundled. The second thing is, is hey, a rider, uh, there are two kinds of people who are going to ride and, and I call them the people who are just transporting uh, and therefore consider vehicles or cars an object of transportation versus people who think of it as an object of desire. So I have to, I have to you know, take care of these two customers, uh, two parties or two segments. One, a customer of transportation and second, a customer who wants a car as an object of desire. The third aspect is that, hey, the, the connectivity is a big changer, but where is this taking me? Am I going to play through my nose? And, and this is the third aspect of it saying, hey, I want everything, but I don't want to pay for all these things because if I pay for then I, I would rather not own it, not have a car, uh, probably taking a, a, a being a rider forever without becoming an owner or a customer would be a preferred option. So, so all these three we have to figure out. So the, I, the way I see this whole movie going is the way the technology or the telecom industry went. When I first used my mobile phone, I think I paid for a 10 calls more than what I pay for the entire month today. On all the call data I get on my cell phone. And this is an evolution for not very long. So the same thing is happening to the vehicles. Technology will become more and more adaptable. Connectivity will become more and more adaptable. The thing that, uh, another thing that customer is also looking for is shorter time to change the vehicle. Now he doesn't want to wait Earlier, we used to have a life cycle time of four, four and a half years for a, for a car or a SUV or a UV. But today, it may be even three years. Tomorrow, it may even become shorter. And that's a challenge we'll have to face as well. So the way I'm seeing it, car companies have to start reckoning with shorter cycle time and object of desire and object of transportation needs of customers. And connectivity will be stable sticks. So in this whole ecosystem where you may want to stay ahead of the curve in order for you to be even considered as a manufacturer who uh, a potential rider would like to opt for. But then, as you said, they may not always want to 
pay through their nose to be up to date with all the technology and they may even start thinking of you know transport as available as people used to use a taxi how about using something like uber or some of its own flavor where there you really don't need an ownership so you want to be a customer but you still don't want to be an owner of a unit which will become out of date pretty quick how is that supposed to impact and how is that connected to a manufacturer leveraging technology or fundamentally rethinking how they are going to even exist it's a it's a fantastic question and somewhere along the line i try to uh, you know bring in two terms called objects of transportation and object of desire let me just connect with uh, this any person who is interested in transportation are moving from point a to point b and especially in the new era where you know driving and parking is becoming more and more troublesome a- aggregator like uber lift uh, in india ola additionally are, and many parts ola and such like companies are providing these services uh, which is bundles many things so so there the customers may decide not to own a car at all they may be only customers for the ride and not for the car he can be a rider but not necessarily owner so so this change is a big change Uh, it, which is coming already come and this is only going to get more and more accentuated as we go on so so that's a change we have to reckon so every manufacturer has to look at two points actually one where he is feeding these aggregators are these people who are then you know providing solution to the uh, end customer or the rider so that's one aspect the second aspect is then they have to look at object of desire that the person wants to off roading wants to feel the pulse of the car one certain customization and there what i talked about earlier customization uh, you know design of the car has to play a very large role in terms of that portion where it is an object of desire so more and more i kind of feel that you know families per number of cars may get diminished to be supplemented by aggregators like uber ola lift and etc so so we need to cater to both these groups if you look at that as a model if i were to be given a choice i might use uber when i want to go from point a to point b i will not care about what stereo system it has i might use a rental uber or a rental car when i'm going for the family of seven or yeah. if i want to go for an off road or i want to zip through the town i might use a luxury rental so at all times what i've done is i've foregone this whole desire of ownership to getting using it as a utility and when you do that and you you know change the ownership in the hands of the people who are aggregators then mm-hmm. they bring the cost pressures and because even when they come to you say okay we will buy 1000 vehicles from you so yes you got volume business but you also know that when somebody buys 1000 they expect a whole lot which would further produce pressure or create pressure for the manufacturers and then the 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 margins would would expect to go slim and at some point manufacturer would say really is it worth it so if you were to sit in in the role that you sit which is a combination of technology and the cfo 
you may be thinking at what point will I say, okay, enough squeezing the penny. I cannot sustain this as a business. And then on the other hand, your CIO hat, you would say, okay, can technology come to rescue? What's your answer from wearing your both respective hats? Yeah. Um, you, you're, you're asking me to be a magician. Okay? <laughs> you're not asking me to be just uh, uh, you know, wearing two hats. So, so I wish I was... Uh, Doing. But but I, I wanted to bring in uh, two, two points here. When you look at the future and technology cost is going to come down, it's not a manufacturer which drives it down. It's the entire technology and the connectivity. Today, uh, there was a launch of a new telecom database services by one of the companies here. And what he's offering is take a pack from me database and all voice calls are free so so i think technology's cost is coming down and that will come to some bit of rescue having said that a car has four wheels <laughs> it needs a drivetrain it needs something to you know you know power it all this cost so the margins may get squeezed uh, a little bit but but overall the on the object of transportation However, the object of desire is something where I feel the aldrin flow when I sit in my car. And I think there is this segment of car uh, which is going to remain as a set of customers. And that's why I said, you know, if a family today owns four or five cars, it may come down in terms of the number of cars owned. But the object of desire where he says, no, I want an insurance, I want my own car. Uh, when I'm going out, of, out, out on the off-roading experience, I just don't want a rented car. I want my car to be there. That is going to run. That we are dealing still with the end customer, end consumer, and customization and ability to uh, customer to have what he wants and organizations to make uh, decent margins. Both coexist. But overall, over a period of time, both the aggregators and manufacturers will have to coexist. And both have to behave um, sanely. Today, a lot of the Ubers are buying market share by subsidizing. At some point, that will start. That allows the Ubers and others to have margins. And it will also allow the manufacturers to have decent margin, lesser than what they had. But then the marketing cost also goes down. So net-net on a bottom line basis, they may be similar. I'll stop here because we may need to take another break. So, yes, thank you so much, uh, Partha. Let's take a quick break, listeners, and then now let's look at the way in the coming years, the way we have connectivity, the way the technology is, is connecting the customer to throughout the buying experience as well as the riding experience. So the technology is not being separated between the customer or the rider and, and the car and in and outside of the car. So when we talk about the 360 profiling, what what type of learning of that customer that an auto manufacturer should be aspiring to get to so that they are ahead of the curve and the ones and you can actually at a point at some point say yes i have a competitive advantage because i collected a certain type of data and now i'm going to mine it and then i'm going to provide these people the experiences which will bring them back please stay tuned listeners we'll be right back
Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. You are listening to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So now, uh, Partha, since we have through connectivity the plumbing established, that means that data could flow between the rider and the very car and the manufacturer, the dealership, you name it. So you, you can have like a plumbing across the ecosystem. The value of creating this connectivity is banking on what type of data you will collect and moreover what type of churning and or analytics that you will create which will have some meaningful use and and result in what the, what you want as a seller and what customer wants as a buyer so so very very quickly hitting on on the what is the data mining all about and where it can be used Look at what the vehicle parts functioning data analysis, better design of cars in future, what needs to be more strengthened, what can be take cost off. Car health indicator will, will to what kind of servicing, where, how fast, and that's a customer benefit and a manufacturer's delight in terms of making sure the car is road, is on the road more. Third is driving behaviors and sensing out that could be at mining gold for the insurance company and the financing institutions. So these these are one set of data which which could come in very handy. Now, in terms of uh, customers' expectations from the technology, could be you know how does the car becomes a personalized service for me? How do I get competent and timely service? And, you know, if there is a traffic jam, how, how can it help me? Real-time traffic and incident alerts, vehicle maintenance alert, etc. And the last one is what to want to feel connected and informed at all times. Automated driving, assisted driving, vehicle health reports. So all these are things that um, come to the customer. Now, with all the discussions that we have had and about the rider, and they know the data has been collected about them, Hello. about their car, um, are, are, are you able to see that the privacy is becoming a growing concern and if there is a plan to reduce it? Because that's a stigma and people will somehow at some point say, okay, I don't want this to be done to my car or I don't want you to collect the data. So then you are kind of handicapped in that respect. Yeah. I think this is a big concern, which is a real and you know and appropriate concern which exists in this. And business has to look at it very very sensitively. So confidentiality, security of the data. So let's take for example traditional customer sort of data source like CRM, data checks and balances for usage of data even across legal entities of the same group needs to be taken. For example, in Mahindra group, 
one legal company can't share its customer data with another company unless there is there is very specific agreements with the customer his privacy has to be uh, understood not only that if suppose the data is even allowed to be shared he cannot be approached unless he wants to be approached his privacy has to be respected similarly let's take uh, the new age ones new data source like census in in mnm we are in a stage of learning what to do and what not to do uh, we need to give the same level of security and governance to this as we do with traditional data that is shared in terms of crm and we need to ensure we are not intruding into customers privacy telling him his battery is going to run out is good and how do we get these these uh, pieces right and what is right and what is not right what is acceptable what is not acceptable how one thing that we have done is data used for analytics are all encrypted so there is cannot be any loss of data or it can't be stolen so we we have ensured this we also now have legal framework which uses which kind of gives us usage of data and restrictions on usage of data uh, for example i tell you in mahindra the customer data is hosted on a strict secure server data collected from this which is called digisense is stored on a secured cloud but having said that i must say that the concerns on security and on privacy uh, needs a little explore, exploring with technology and we have to arrive at the right balance that it is good and it doesn't back become uh, you know intrusion into customers privacy on behalf of the show and our listeners i'd really like to thank you partha for sharing your thoughts on how uh, the auto manufacturers the dealers the customers and uh, the insurance providers you name it the part of the ecosystem which allows a rider to really enjoy the ride and also get from point a to point b and get their needs and desires met that's that's what we we feel if done right and connectivity and other data related analytics was done in, in properly it should be able to help us get from a rider to a customer so thank you so much again for the insight shared partha thank you my pleasure and i was delighted to be on the show Thank you once again. Like, listeners, please like us on Facebook. Search for CTN, CIO Talk Network. And be please uh, sure to follow us on Twitter. Thank you again for listening to this segment on CTN. This is Sanjog All, your talk show host. Till next week, take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjoe Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit ciotalknetwork.com. Thank you again for listening.